Welcome to this segment, Talks with Tori, on the Raw Reality Podcast brought to you by yours truly. In these episodes, we will unpack all things health, fitness, lifestyle, mindset, and athletes, bringing you pep talks on the topics I'm most passionate about to provide you with inspiration and motivation. Let's get into it. Hello and welcome back to Talks with Tori. I'm so excited to be back in your ears this week. I hope you are having the most amazing week and making the most of your days, being super present and just enjoying every day as it comes. I am absolutely winging this episode today because I do have like notes of things that I want to talk about in like my Talks with Tori uh, episodes. But today is something that I am, I feel like everything I talk about, I'm super passionate about, obviously, but today is something that I can never talk about enough and can never recommend enough. And it is about taking the leap and moving out of your town. So whether that's moving states, countries, towns, suburbs, like anything like that, I highly recommend and honestly suggest for everyone and anyone. So I'm going to dive into my experiences today and everything that I've gone through with moving around because I've done plenty of that and also just, I guess, top tips and what I've learned the most from it and why I would highly recommend it. Okay, so first things first, I kind of just want to go over my life quickly and just like give you an understanding. So I was actually born in Western Australia in Perth and I lived there until I was three and then my parents were divorced. My mum and I moved back to Melbourne or country Victoria, which is where my mum is from and where my parents actually met. But my mum's dad was struck with cancer and got very, very sick very quickly. So we decided to move back and my mum would obviously wanted to spend as much time with him as possible. And so we were living in in country Victoria which is where like my whole mum's side of the family is from and we were there for I think maybe three four five six I think three or four years I went to kindergarten in country Victoria and I actually got kicked out of two kindies because I was apparently a biter and I don't recall it but I also wouldn't put it past me so anyway I also did prep and the beginning of grade one in country Victoria before we decided to move to Melbourne so we moved up to Melbourne I started at a new school and I was actually at that school for my whole primary school pretty much so I started in halfway through grade one I'm pretty sure and yeah went all the way through to grade six before transitioning to high school we moved houses many times in Melbourne many many times the longest stint I've ever done in my life in one house was six years um, which for me is so long like I still can't believe that Um, and then I transitioned to high school we kind of moved house as we moved high school and I was just lucky enough that when I was in primary school my acrobatics club my primary school and my home were all within two streets which is just wild so my whole life was kind of in this one suburb and then moving to high school we moved house to the same suburb of my school and my acro club also actually moved to 500 meters down the road from my school so again I was back in all of the one suburb which was amazing and very convenient and just like incredible for that time of my life Um, but again very used to moving and picking things up and getting on with it and so went through all of the same high school for this the whole time um left school in year 10 which I did speak about in my pod in the podcast with Lily on Monday or actually it came out on Wednesday sorry about that And yeah, so we are definitely used to moving houses. So I think I'm up to about 30 times of moving house and I'm not even 30 yet. So there you go. Like that is just insane. And I've met people who have lived in the one house their whole life. And I'm just like, how? Like 
wow, it just blows my mind. And I think because I've done it so much, I am so used to change and, you know, kind of culling things and not trying or trying not to hoard things, but I am the biggest hoarder. But I think, yeah, the more that we've done it, the more that I have gotten used to change. And that is the reason why I do love change so much. Whereas I can understand how people who have been in the same house or same job or like, you know, same thing for such a long time, they're used to that comfort zone. And when they do come across some change or moving or anything like that, it can be quite uncomfortable because they're just not used to it. So there is always like two different sides and or many different sides. um, But I have just experienced the moving around, which I'm so super grateful for. Um, And then in terms of experiencing traveling and the world and everything like that. So with my competing in acrobatics, I traveled so much. So I've done Switzerland and France. We did a competition um, over in Switzerland and we traveled to Paris after that. I've also done Europe three times. So the first one was Switzerland. We then did Belgium. Wait, maybe I've only done Europe twice. I think I've only done it twice. So we did, yeah, Switzerland and Paris. And then we did Belgium, Amsterdam um, for that was for the world championships. And then I've done America three times. So we've done Las Vegas three times. So every time the first one, we did a comp in LA, traveled to Vegas and Hawaii. And then the second time, the second two times, actually, the comp was in Vegas and we traveled to Texas both times and then LA, um, which was just incredible. So, so grateful that we've gotten to travel so, so much. It hasn't been like a very wide range. Like we did Vegas three times, but like honestly incredible. And I still would go back. Vegas is absolutely amazing. Definitely better when you are older, but nevertheless, still amazing. So yes, I've traveled so, so much for Acro, which again, I'm so grateful for and to have those opportunities because I know people who have never stepped foot outside of Australia. And I'm just so grateful to have experienced that at such a young age as well. And with like my bestest friends as well, which is just amazing. So yeah, I've done a lot of moving house. I've done a lot of traveling. Now, in terms of moving states or out of my town, obviously, I've moved house. I've moved from Perth back to Melbourne to country Victoria, back to Melbourne, all sorts. So as I've grown up, I spent most of my life in Melbourne. I went to school, both primary school, and high school there, obviously. Um, and then coming out of school, I was still competing. So I spent most of those out of school years in Melbourne and just trying to, I guess, build my career in Accra and that was just my main focus. But after going through all my health issues and injuries and then being hit with the beautiful spicy cough that we got, um, it led to my Accra retirement and I got offered a job pre-COVID in Hobart. And so this was the first time, I guess, it was brought upon me that I could literally move states by myself at the age of I think I was 18 or 9 no I think I was 19 which is so super young so I pretty much moved out of home at 18 and then yeah this was the first opportunity that came up to move states and this time in my life was just it was a lot like I had just retired from macro I was going through mental health, physical health issues, emotional health, like there was a lot going on in my life and I guess I took this opportunity as like I can just go and be on my own. I knew absolutely no one in Hobart and Hobart like is tiny (laughs) and really cold but I was like I could just take this and see what comes from it and honestly just yeah take the leap and just kind of use it as like self-discovery kind of time and so I did. So I moved in February of 2019. So I took this job as 
they wanted me to move for the whole year but I was like that's a big commitment let's just commit to the first term going off a school term so this was teaching acro um at this gymnastics club um in Hobart so I moved over there I got given a like a little unit I got given a car and so I pretty much sold everything and packed my whole life into four suitcases because the house that I was living in 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 Melbourne pretty much on my own um we like not sold it we were just renting so we got rid of that we didn't need it um and I obviously had to sell all my furniture I sold my car I sold like literally everything considering I was only committing to one term like it was a pretty big I guess, cull of my life. And yeah, I packed everything to two suitcases, moved it all to Hobart. My mum came with me for the first like 10 or 12 days to help me set up my place. Um, just get used to driving around. Not that it's too hard in Hobart, um, but just kind of, yeah, get used to your life on my own. I guess it's one thing to move out on your own, but it's one thing to move states at the age of 19 to a state that you know absolutely no one. So this was pivotal in my life. Like this was a pivotal move. So once I guess we moved and got settled my mum went back to Melbourne and I was left on my own to I guess just like figure it out um and I was there for all of like I want to say four five maybe six weeks before we got hit with a spicy cough and it was kind of all obviously new and like no one really knew what was going on the club that I was working at actually shut down really early so I got I guess made redundant from that job as soon as they shut down basically but I did find a job at a dance studio and that's kind of where I got led into teaching acro within dance studios and I found this incredible studio I found amazing people who were just willing to look after me and help me in whatever I needed and I'm so grateful for them and I still communicate with them and they're honestly amazing um and so I took on that job it wasn't like full-time or anything it was just casual and whatever I could pick up to kind of keep things going um grateful obviously that I didn't have to pay I wasn't paying like rent or anything um I was just paying for like food and petrol which was incredible and so obviously super grateful for that um but then I kind of committed to staying there for like the end of the term and like the day I booked my flights back to Melbourne because everything was kind of shutting down at this point I booked my flights the next day I went into work and I booked the flights for like two weeks time or something like that it was the end of term went to work the next day it was a Sunday and I was teaching like privates all day um and I kept getting all these phone calls like messages phone calls and I was like teaching I was like guys I can't answer this and so by the time I got to my break I'd called everyone back and they were like you need to get home ASAP everything's shutting down if you don't get home by like tomorrow night you know, you'll be stuck in Hobart. And I was like, oh my God, okay. Literally left work early, went home, jumped, literally booked the next flight, packed everything back up. I packed all the four suitcases, but I only took two home with me because I couldn't fit the other two. Um, And got on the next flight the next morning, my friends took me to the airport and like, that was it. Like that was that journey over and done with within like, I think it was like seven, maybe eight weeks. I don't know. It was so fast, but like it just was amazing to get over there and be in my own space, energy, truly find myself. And I guess after going through some serious mental health issues to be able to be on my own and kind of discover myself and who I am and what I wanted and where my life was going after retiring from Acro, which had been my whole life for such a long time. Yeah, it was pivotal. It was a pivotal moment. So it was a lot of journaling um, and just like beach walks and going to the gym and just trying to find routine and like what life looked like without acro pretty much um, so that was huge got sent home 
um, well, yeah, got home and that's when everything shut down. So I was living with my auntie and just kind of, again, like we all did kind of just get through the times. Um, I was with my auntie for a good few months before moving back into like our family home. My mom and her partner had left the, I was going to say country. No, they had left the state and gone traveling up to Queensland because that was like where they were moving to. So they pretty much got out, um, while they could. And again, I was like back living on my own with my stepsister and just kind of getting through that period of time. I also did, whilst I was in Hobart, I got the offer of joining a circus um, Australian company that was going to be traveling from the middle of 2019. So it kind of all aligned pre-Spicy Cough and I was in Hobart and I was like, great, this circus thing, I'm going to go back home at the end of term. And so the flights that I had originally booked, go home, spend some time with family and then start training with this circus company and get ready to leave. And the itinerary for that company and the, um, I guess that contract was absolutely incredible. It was like London for five weeks. It was different parts of Europe. It was back to Australia doing the Australian tour. There was back to Europe. Like it was honestly incredible. Um, the pay was really good and it was like amazing to see that like I could get paid for something that I just absolutely love doing because you do not get paid a cent in Acro. Um, you just put a lot of time, effort and money into it, but it is the best sport in the world. So I would do it over and over again. Um, but yeah, this circus company was like a dream come true. Like it was honestly amazing, but due to spicy cough, it all got canceled and the circus um, the circus industry got completely shut down for a very long time which is super unfortunate but it just it is what it is and and I guess like the rest of the world it everyone had to go through it um so that dream kind of got shut down and I guess it was just kind of again figuring out what I wanted to do so it was in that time of the lockdowns and everything that I was just going through the motions I guess working out when I can I guess slowly sort of building social media kind of um and then come along comes Jackson and so Jackson and I met on TikTok for those of you who don't know Jackson is my partner we've been together for almost three years now we met on TikTok and if you're like how did you meet on TikTok I was literally just scrolling and he popped up and I was like wow that that's nice to look at found his Instagram liked a couple of photos he liked a couple back so I followed him he followed me back and I was like okay that is enough um and then he ended up replying to my story which I knew was going to happen <laughs> and yeah that the rest is history so that is kind of how we met and I will get him on the podcast to do a bit of a Q&A and talk about how we met um but yeah all stars aligned with that and I we spoke for like two months and it was all like kind of spicy cough up in the air lockdowns off and on like it was just a bit of like who knows what's going on as you all can probably relate to and there was a time where I kept saying to Jackson like once borders open up I'll come up to Adelaide meet you oh yeah by the way he was in Adelaide if I didn't mention that already I'll come up and meet you and I guess see where this could go and we kept joking about saying you know if the borders were going to shut like completely like I would just kind of pick up and move to Adelaide because I had nothing left in Melbourne I guess there was like parts of my family there some all my dad's family in Perth hadn't seen them in the longest time my mom had gone up to Queensland like I didn't really have much there Acro wasn't on like I wasn't working so I don't really have anything holding me back in Melbourne at that point in time so little did we know a week later they announced that we were going into full lockdown. So my best friend and I, my best friend at the time, 
my best friend at the time and I kind of looked at each other and we're like, do we just like go? Um, we've got nothing holding us back. So we literally packed the car that night, um, get all, get it, get it. Wow. Got all the documents that we needed to, I guess, get across the borders and, and all that sort of stuff. So packed the car, got up the next morning, dropped all the things off, sorted everything that we needed to. And off we headed to Adelaide, um, where I had been before, but obviously not for a very long period of time and had no idea what we're in for. We hadn't booked an Airbnb because we didn't know if we we're going to get across the borders. Um, cause we didn't really like, it was hard to understand what the rules were and what they weren't. So we kind of just were like, well, the worst that could happen is they send us back and we just come back home. Like there was no, like, it's like what I said in the podcast the other day, if you don't ask, the answer will always be no. If you don't try, like you will never know the outcome. So we were like, worst comes to worst. We get to the border. They say, no, we come back home. That's it. And if we hadn't have tried, like there's no way I'd be sitting where I am today, which just blows my mind. So we got in the car that next day, drove to Adelaide. So Adelaide from uh, Melbourne to Adelaide Drive is about 10 hours or eight hours um, to the border. I think it's about six. I don't know. Could be wrong. But we got to the border. The border wait was about an hour. There was just cars lined up. There was obviously police and um, everything like checking and doing all the checks and everything that we had to do. Um, we were so nervous waiting in that line for an hour. We also had no reception. So my mom, Jackson, my friend's parents, like were all waiting for answers as to whether we got through or not. And Jackson was like so anxious. We hadn't even booked accommodation or absolutely anything. And we finally got through, all got approved. Everything was fine because it was like, it was like the night of the borders shutting. So at 12 a.m. the borders were shutting and we got to the border at 9 p.m. So we went through there, got through that. Um, we arrived in Adelaide at like 11 p.m. Jackson met us in the city. We booked an Airbnb once we got through the borders. Um, it was so late, so very lucky and grateful that we got approved for one. Jackson came to meet. We met in the random like main street of Adelaide and it was just like the moment of like when you know you know everything just felt like so aligned finally got to meet him in person after speaking for two months and facetiming and it was so beautiful and like yeah we just like knew like this was so right um we checked into our Airbnb we then did two weeks of quarantine um you know, did everything we had to. And we were kind of used the quarantine to figure out what the heck we were going to do because Adelaide wasn't like closed down. Like there was people still working and you could kind of still go to gyms and all that sort of stuff. So we were like, well, we can get jobs and we can start working, which was so great because we absolutely needed to, to pay for, I guess, life starting back up in Adelaide for us at that point in time. So, um, I started reaching out to dance studios and, and getting work there obviously once we finished our quarantine we stayed in that airbnb for one month and then we found another one and we were in that one for six weeks and then we kind of at that point were like okay we're gonna stay here like melbourne was still in lockdown unfortunately um but we were like we actually love this place adelaide is so beautiful and i swear everyone shits on adelaide until they be there until they go for like a good period of time and realize how beautiful it is how family orientated and homely it is the sunsets on the beach are amazing the whole coastline and the beaches in Adelaide is just incredible like the best beaches I've seen in Australia so far um so if you haven't been to Adelaide or if you've been and you shit on it highly recommend going back and experience it properly because it's just so beautiful um so yeah we decided we were going to stay there indefinitely um and that's when Jackson and I kind of just were like well he was ready to move out we were obviously going to get a 
permanent rental and so it just made sense for us to move in and people were like it's so soon you've literally just met it's been like two months two months of talking two months of actually being in person um together and it's just one of those things where there's no rules like if it works for you it works and for us it just worked we obviously like it's just it was meant to be we've had no issues living together which has just worked out amazingly and I'm so grateful for that and so we moved in together and we have lived together ever since obviously except our long distance stint um but yeah I was in Adelaide for almost two years or just about two years and again another experience that I just honestly absolutely loved it taught me so much about myself it's where I started my first ever my own business um it's where Jackson and I just grew our relationship together you know I met some some of my bestest friends that shout out to Taylor if you're listening that I met in Adelaide and all the kids that I taught over there and the connections that I built and again like the business that I've built for myself with teaching and my social media brand it's just built more connections and I know I can go back to Adelaide and host workshops and do community events and like I have that community there and I just like I can't recommend it enough it honestly is so amazing and as we spoke about I feel like this episode just really rolls off um our this week's episode with Lily and how networking is so so important in life and just being able to meet people and connect with others and honestly just build your brand and your friendships and just like there's so much there's so many I guess pros to moving and networking and connecting with people it's honestly amazing so Adelaide was a huge part of my life and I guess and so yeah I spent two years there building my own business building my connections and just learning more about myself and being out on my own you know not living in the same state as my mum again um and she's obviously been the biggest part of my life I've lived with her like obviously but like she has been I guess my holy grail my saving grace in my whole life and I guess we've just been together for such a long period so this was like the first time we were like wow we're actually not even living in the same state like it was just so bizarre but it was also a big learning curve to be super independent and yeah I guess just like figure life out as an adult and on my own um so yeah I was in Adelaide for two years and then that's when the move to Queensland took place so I got offered I spent a little bit of time in Queensland on holidays with Jackson and without because my mum had moved up. So I came to visit her and Queensland is obviously the most amazing holiday destination, but it was a place that I knew I always wanted to be. It was just like every time I came here, I was like, this is just beautiful and somewhere I want to, I guess, end up for the rest of my life. And once Jackson and I came up a few times, we were like, yep, this is beautiful. Jackson's family would go to Noosa every year and they absolutely love it and it's just such a like why wouldn't you want to live here honestly and so it was just something we always talked about we're like yep eventually like we'll move up there whenever it's happened like whenever it's meant to be it'll be and so as time went on I came up for holidays and um just again making connections in Queensland going to different gyms meeting people through social media and then getting to catch up with them in person um so coming back to Adelaide I'm pretty sure it was like November of 20. 2021 no yes 2021 November I came up did a two-week holiday met heaps of people went back home I was like wow like this is just amazing that is the lifestyle can't wait to move here not sure when it'll happen but like it will and so it wasn't too long after I'd been in Queensland for that holiday I got a call from a friend from um, she was opening up her own gym and she was like hey 
would you consider moving to Queensland if we were to offer you a job? We'd love to have, love to have you as a trainer. And I was just like, hmm, interesting. Like, I'll think about it. And I kind of just went away and like spoke to my psychologist about it. Obviously spoke to Jackson, my family, my friends. And I was like, this is an amazing opportunity and something that we've been talking about. And like, this can lead us onto, I guess, the lifestyle and the goal that we want overall. So thought about it. Um, that job wasn't going to be enough to kind of be full time for me and like social media wasn't bringing in too much at the time it was just kind of growing and growing and so I was like all right let's reach out to a dance studio and I found Dynamite and reached out to them and the one of the girls I'd met at the gym that I trialed in Queensland actually worked at Dynamite so then she like got more connections for me and it all just aligned and the my boss at Dynamite was like calling me saying like hey like our teacher just left like we need you when can you start pretty much? And I was like, oh my gosh, like this is all just working out. So obviously Jackson and I spoke about doing the long distance thing because he was staying in Adelaide doing football. And obviously we spoke about, you know, the pros and cons of doing long distance and all that sort of stuff. And it was like, well, if it doesn't work, I get to just come back to Adelaide, but we do get to try this. And I think long distance will be amazing for us because he was really focusing on football and I didn't want to be a distraction or I really wanted him to go all in on his football and his business and and achieve his goal because I know how important it is to him and I know what I've been through with my acro and how important that was to me so that was huge for us to be able to identify I guess our goals and making sure that we are working together but also doing all that we can individually to make our goals happen so you know he was like I don't want you to not move for me and I was like he just like I don't want you to resent me if you didn't move and we didn't want to hold each other back and we just thought that you know worst comes to worst it doesn't work I get to come back to Adelaide and we keep moving on like it was just something that we definitely wanted to try so yeah I spent the rest of summer in Adelaide and pretty much um, moved at the end of January so I moved up like January 31st or something like that and I worked the next day I literally flew in had dinner with mum and went straight to work at the studio the next day started creating routines and just like got straight into the deep end but honestly wouldn't change it it's been the best thing I've ever done our long distance stint like taught us so much about ourselves and our relationship and just made us even stronger to be honest and like taught us that we can do you know anything that comes our way and get through anything and so that was nine months of long distance and it worked out very well and there was times where I'd booked to go on a holiday and then I went for a work trip and then he came up for um, his bye weekend and then he surprised me one weekend I surprised him one weekend and it was just amazing to kind of go with the flow but also with long distance the biggest thing that I could say and, and the advice that I could give is to always have a date to look forward to whether that's your end date or whether that is just the next date that you see each other highly recommend but we will go into that in another episode but my move to Queensland has been the best move so far 1000% I loved Adelaide I loved Hobart Adelaide is a very close second to Queensland, but like getting the opportunity to move to your dream state that you've always wanted to, thinking it's years down the track and then it comes up in a matter of weeks. Wow. Like it was honestly amazing, but I just found my true self here. I found my true friendship connections and well, I met Lily in Adelaide. I met Taylor in Adelaide, two of my really amazing best friends. Obviously, you know, you guys know Lily and then Queensland just brought me my soul aligned friendships with Taylor and Riley and Annabelle and just like so many beautiful friends here that I 
I'm just obsessed with like all my friends you know who you are I love you all so much and just being able to I guess build social media here and the lifestyle up here just hits different and if you're up here or if you've moved to Queensland you know and I think like most of my friends have moved to Queensland for the lifestyle there's not many of my friends that are from oh there's a few like there's a fair few that are from here but just thinking back to my 23rd birthday where I had all my closest friends at my birthday and I'd, I had met every single one of them besides Taylor and Lily who I met in Adelaide I'd met every single one of those friends in the year of living in Queensland which was just amazing like to just be in that room of all my closest friends that I've met in the 12 months of moving was just incredible and it was just the most amazing night I had so much fun um but yeah it was just again like building connections and I get a lot of questions on like when you do move like how to make friends or how to reach out to people and honestly we are so lucky to have social media and being able to use it the way that we can with reaching out to people and being able to form connections like for example Annabelle, Lily, Taylor, my other Taylor and Riley like I met them all through social media Sophie, Georgia, um, all the girls from the gym like I met them at the gym but social media definitely helped to like connect deeper I'm trying to think who else like there's just pretty much all of my friends that I've met through social media otherwise I've met through like Jackson's footy since he's moved up um but yeah, social media is definitely the biggest. And then the second I would say is going to like group fitness classes and meeting people through there as well. Um, but it's also about being able to put yourself out there. And I totally understand how I guess frightening that can be. And I guess if you're not, if you're more of an introvert, like it definitely can be hard. That's why I feel like social media is great because you don't have to walk up to someone in the gym and be like, hey, like, I'm Tori, nice to meet you. Do you want to go out for coffee? Like, yes, that is probably definitely more confronting. Whereas social media, you can kind of DM someone, chat with them, get to know them a little bit more before you meet up. And then like planning that meetup, it's a bit more personable and private, I guess. But yeah, social media is amazing for that. And I guess if you're a bit more extroverted and you're like so keen to opening up to people, like Lily said on the podcast the other day, she was like, you could literally walk up to anyone and be like, hey, And yes, my mom has definitely taught me that and how to network and just throughout my life and being around my mom or even my dad as well. Like they're just great networkers and, you know, having the career that I did within Acro and like having friends literally all over the world. Like I have friends in London that I I can't wait to catch up with when we go to Europe. Um, There's some in America that I would love to go back and see, like just amazing how much you know, networking I have done to be able to create the connections that I have across like literally the world, which is just insane. Um, But I understand that if you are a bit more of an introvert, it can be harder, but I highly recommend. And I think as well, it it also does come down to confidence. Like, and, you know, maybe a couple years back, it's so hard to explain it because I feel like I definitely have always been a confident person in everything. But I guess when I went through that two, three, four year period of mental health, health issues, you know, retiring and kind of really figuring out who I was outside of Acro. Like that was a period in my life where I wasn't as confident, um, you know, going through my skin issues and weight gain and all that sort of stuff was definitely, definitely made things harder, but it's also taught me a lot more about myself, which has allowed me to be more confident in who I am and what I bring to the table today. Um, And so, yes, confidence does play a big role in that too. And so I think the more that I've, you know, done self-discovery in moving to every single place that I have and putting myself outside my comfort zone has allowed me to 
find myself even more, which has allowed me to be more confident, to be more extroverted, to find more friends, to reach out to people, to go up to people, to just be myself when I go out in places and like understand and know that, you know, I will always be where I'm meant to be and the people who are meant to be in my life will always come and go. You know, like I said in our podcast, like friends, people come into your life for a reason, a season or a lifetime. And that has been so evident. Like Lily said the other day, you know, my best friend at the time when I moved to Adelaide, you know, we were best friends since high school and we kind of went through so much together outside of school and then moving to Adelaide together. And that friendship unfortunately did come to an end. It just kind of faded and, you know, things happened and like, again, there's no bad blood. I just wish her the best. And like, we just had each other's back for that period of time in our lives. And now we get to move on. And, you know, she's obviously got other best friends. I do now. It's the same as like ex relationships, you know, my relationship that I had when I was like younger, my big relationship that we were together for like six years. And like, we went through so much together. And again, it didn't end well, but you move on, you grow up, you mature. And like, again, I wouldn't wish him anything but the best now. And like, you just get to know that this is how life goes. People come into your life, you know, you enter different eras and seasons of your life that make you who you are and get you to where you, you know, want to be or where you are meant to be. And the more that you get to, I guess, surrender to that and just trust in the universe or God or whatever it is that you believe in and stop trying to control what you can't control and be present in the moment. And I think that is something this morning that... I woke up and just went like we've just moved into our new place. I got to spend this morning on my own. The house is still a mess, which doesn't help. But I just was like, everything feels right right now. So since moving to Queensland, let's just talk about this quickly. So in Adelaide, I had two Airbnbs and I lived in two different houses, like two different rentals. Since moving to Queensland, I lived in well, my mom's house initially, and then it was our friend's house because he was overseas. So I was kind of like house sitting at the time, but it was just like worked out really well. Then I moved into one of my really good friend Vic's house um, for three or four months. I then moved into my boss's house from the studio because we were homeless for a little bit. We then found a rental um, that Olivia and I lived in and then Jackson then moved into it, And that's where we've just moved Um, from into our new place so this is like mine and Jackson's first home on our own from the get-go which is just crazy we've always had housemates um, and like our last house once Olivia moved out it gave us a taste of living on our own so once this all came about we wanted to we had to move house again we knew that we wanted to be on our own have our own space and whilst the rental market can definitely be quite difficult especially on the Gold Coast I know like I'm not sure how Melbourne is or I know Sydney is quite difficult as well at the moment um but yeah again it just like all worked out and like as much as we didn't want to move and with Europe coming up as well like especially financially and just the stress of moving and like I mentioned the other day you know getting removalists and cleaners and just shifting and trucks and all the fun stuff that comes with moving it wasn't ideal but you know obviously we it was meant to be like that house that we were in they didn't want to extend the lease maybe they're selling up in the rent I'm not sure but obviously this was meant to be rental market was insane but this place kind of just fell into our laps and there's always going to be pros and cons and I just think that like the struggle we've gone through with finding like the right rental I cannot even imagine trying to buy a house because when I do buy my like our own house I want it to be perfect for us and obviously that will happen one day and I know it will because I have always just envisioned it 
as it's meant to be. Um, but yeah, this place just like fell into our lap. And this morning I really just woke up and was like, everything feels right. Like this house just feels so right as much as there are cons to it. Sure. I don't know. It just, everything feels aligned. And this morning I was like, I need to just stop trying to control the uncontrollables because I just add so much stress on myself. And the other day Jackson was like, made a comment on how like I'm a stress head. And then the next day I was stressing about something and I looked at him, I was like, wow, I really am a stress head. Like I stress so much. And he was like, yeah, you do. And so this morning, I don't know, I just woke up and felt like a hundred kilos had been lifted off my shoulders. We get to just make this place our own. We get to find our own routine again. I'm going to Europe on a girl's trip in three weeks. That just is insane. And whilst, again, we mentioned that, you know, we've made this Europe trip so bougie and extra and we didn't need to, but we wanted to. And these memories are never going to come back and well, they're going to be there, but this experience is never going to come back again. And well, maybe it will, but for right now, like this is what we've dreamed of. Like all four of us have dreamed of doing a, a best friend trip. I just never, I never thought it would happen, but I always wanted it to happen. I just would always see, you know, people traveling with their best friends. I'm like, oh, that would be amazing. And now the fact that I'm leaving for that trip in three weeks just blows my mind. And it just, your life gets to be exactly what you want it to be. And if you can really just surrender to trusting that, well, trusting the process and trusting that what's meant to be will be. And the more you can do for yourself and to understand yourself and I guess like again put yourself out there meeting new people meeting friends you never know where life can take you and your life can absolutely be exactly what you want it to be and more like it can be like there is absolutely no reason why it can't there is room for all of us there is room for every single one of our goals to come true it just comes down to your mindset and what and the work that you're willing to put into not only like your career and your life but just like yourself as an individual like that is a huge part and yes mindset 1000% so I wanted to just talk about this today and I had absolutely no notes whatsoever other than taking the leap moving states towns countries like that was just like the topic and I just decided to speak on it because this morning yeah I really just truly woke up and was like wow like my life gets to be this good and as much as sometimes I stress so much about my skin and money can has always been a stressor for me I guess I've never grown up around a heap of money and I've seen my parents work paycheck to paycheck to support my career and you know my siblings and to give us the life that you know we want and and yeah want to have and with acro like I said it's very expensive sport but my parents never let me go without and they've just taught me so much um so money's just kind of been always like a stressor for us in the back of our mind and I know my dad you know doesn't have it easy with like my three little brothers and just like obviously you know financial stress comes and goes in our lives so it's something that I really value and want to work towards being able to support my family first and foremost not only family that I've born into and grown but the family that I get to create down the track and and have hopefully with Jackson um but obviously you guys know that is a huge dream of mine but financial is a hard one like it is obviously hard with moving houses towns states countries traveling all that sort of stuff but money comes and goes and time is what's the what's that quote I can't think about money comes and goes but time is limited and you want to make the most of your time your life your career 
your traveling, family, like every every single day is precious. And I think that when we, you know, overthink it or we just do too much to like forget that like every single day is precious. And when we can just stop and smell the roses and enjoy that walk that you're on, enjoy that coffee you're sipping on in the car right now, enjoy your car ride to work right now, like enjoy these little things that we get to do on a daily basis. And like I said, money comes and goes. There's going to be tighter times than others, but that's just life. And there's always going to be a way that we can earn money and put into our savings or put the roof over our head or put the food on our table. Like there's always going to be a way for that. And yes, as I said, times are going to be harder than others, but it's truly just about focusing on the simple things because that is what makes up the amazing things in our life. Um, but I could absolutely keep rambling on, but I'm going to keep it um, there for today. So I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. This topic is just like something that I absolutely love with moving and, and you know, finding connections and stuff like that. And if you ever have any questions, shoot me a DM. I get so many DMs about, you know, moving states and even just like recommend recommendations of Queensland and, and all sorts of stuff. But if there's any questions, let me know. But yeah, I hope this gave you some sort of inspiration for your day, your week and your life moving forward in terms of taking any opportunity that comes your way. Maybe you're looking for a fresh start. Maybe you're looking for just to change it up and explore a new country town or a new state. Like that's the the greatest thing about it. Like if it doesn't work, you get to go back to what was there, right? So for example, here I am going baffling on again. But for example, like if Hobart didn't work, I got to just go home to Melbourne and like I could go back to my auntie's house or my parents' house or I could have gone to Perth and stayed with my dad till I figured out what I needed. Like there is always a place for you and there is always something to go back to if it doesn't work out or there is always something to move forward to if that doesn't work out. But every opportunity you take is going to lead you to the next phase of your life, to the next season, and it's going to bring you something amazing. And I highly recommend anyone who's on the verge of like moving, changing it up. I just can't recommend it enough. This is your little push to like take that opportunity, go for it um, and just see what life has in store for you. But I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Please don't forget to review or give us a rating on Apple Podcast or Spotify and share this on your Instagram or tell a friend and tag us as well. But thank you guys. I love you all so much and your support always. And I will speak to you guys next week. Bye.